Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Greetings and welcome in on a Wednesday morning, July 13th, 2022, 65 degrees in the capital city, uh, the uh, the cool down in the uh, temperatures is, uh, looks like it's come to an end now, as you heard there, we get into the uh, low 90s today, and then we're, whew, it's a little bit of a, not, you know, not bad this weekend, but looking at next week, some of the stuff that Dr. Dewey's posting there on his uh Mid midterm forecasts. We got a streak starting about Tuesday. It looks like of flirting with a hundred for a lot of days in a row. So just a heads up, be ready for that. Got a good show for you today. It is a what chaps your hide Wednesday. Now, Caleb just informed me that the Facebook page today is we- at an uncharacteristically low. Uh, volume for chaps. Okay, and and again, this starts to put up your radar. Have we have we cured all of the ills, all of the frustrations that Lincoln has, or are we getting close to that? We're going to be monitoring that situation carefully. I've always said it's a temporary segment. Once once we create utopia, we will get rid of the segment as needed. Uh, so if there's nothing chapping, you guys hide. That's good. That's the goal. But maybe you just forgot about it maybe you were uh maybe you were busy yesterday maybe you didn't see the post it is what chaps your eye wednesday this is the time to deposit those grievances and get them out of your own system uh so you can uh so you can you know it's like getting the the uh, magic bugs or whatever out of you and stranger things uh, or or whatever it is you can be yourself again <laughs> please describe stranger oh, my- things weirder <laughs> <laughs> my, my, uh, yeah, I, yes. Anyway, yeah, that's what it's like, though. It's like when you you have the you have the mind control by the by mind the, control the flay the flay the mind flayer. Look uh, at you! Yeah, wow. I'm into season four now. All right, I know I'm rolling on this. Why have thing. we not talked more in depth about this? Because I started it on Friday. Because it's been like 72 hours. We've even had a window show. We've had we've had three shows. Uh, my my daughter's been gone, and uh, while well, my wife and daughter were gone this weekend, and uh, my daughter's been gone, and it's provided a weird amount of free time for me where I can actually sit down and and uh, watch some TV. So uh, I don't do that very often, but yes, nonetheless, I've enjoyed that quite a little bit so but what chaps you had wednesday yes you can do the facebook page you can do the uh, text line rickstown recognition text line at 402-479-1400 and uh you can call we'll open up the phone lights maybe the callers are going to bring it home for us today we will see so that's coming up at right. seven ten, and we may have some overflow i think we're open at eight ten this morning so we may even have some overflow we had that intense discussion on uh, the what are your plans for the rest of the day conversation last time this happened, and who knows, maybe something like that will come out again. Well, you know, with the uh, risk dial moving higher and probably going higher again, uh, you know, we could get back to imposing some of those uh, restrictions uh, at some point. So maybe I'll see the chap. They're not imposing any restrictions. I didn't say they were. Uh, I said it's a possibility. Okay. Yeah, that's... I know, but, but we're a we're ways from that still, I would think. I hope so. I know. Yes, we will get the chaps. Uh, I, I think it's already on the Facebook page. Uh, the chaps at the wrist dial is going up. 
So uh, I, I figured that would probably happen, uh, but it changes uh, exactly nothing in most of our lives. So nonetheless, yeah, it is up to uh, Orange. What they said they were getting high numbers uh, from the wastewater and yeah, uh, yeah, double doubled in the last wastewater uh, two weeks. analysis and and some. You know, some more uh, some more cases that are going on there. Hospitalizations have uh, slightly ticked up yep. with this whole thing as they, well. They so. talk about virus load in wastewater, and I thought the wastewater facilities had different kinds of loads, too. So. <laughs> I still find all of that terminology I still I, I still feel terrible for the person who's got that job of checking the levels there. That's... Ugh. Checking the viral load? Uh, hey, Jim, when you're done with lunch... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess you're already working at the wastewater plant, so nothing, nothing's probably like a, you know, a fun part of your day. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe Very that's someone's scien- passion. It's quite scientific. So. I would hope so. It has to be. You, know, yeah. what, you, you just stick a beaker in the wastewater pool that you've got no, there? No, there's... there's- <laughs> <laughs> they have like a little indoor reservoir of wastewater. You can just put a beaker in there and put it in a machine and boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 23%. Is that how it works? There's got to be YouTube. And, and I think Channel 8 actually had video of them uh, collecting a sample. Ugh. So it's not nearly as, it's very easy, very. Why don't you do it then, Mark? Why don't you do a special I'm, report? I volunteer you. How do you uh, explain collecting a water sample off of a running uh you know it's a little kind of like a waterfall you stick a beaker on a end of a long stick and wait they have a wastewater waterfall there well it's part of the treatment system Mm, it sounds beautiful um well we had another uh another crash on o street last night about 3 30 uh single vehicle pickup quad cab pickup dodge big one uh, five people in it. They uh, three in the morning, right? Three thirty. Yeah, three thirty. Okay. Uh, closed twenty uh, seventh or closed O Street for about an hour. Right they, by uh, that uh, budget inn on the westbound side of twenty by twenty seventh. Yeah, it right? ended up on on the uh, on the twenty on O Street between twenty seventh and twenty eighth. So uh, went up off the uh, curb, struck a retaining wall, and rolled. Jeez. Landing back in O Street. Uh, four people were able to get out on their own. The driver had to be cut out or extricated. But once the door was cut off, he got out on his own. Three people taken to the hospital, non-life-threatening injuries. Not sure whether alcohol or speed was involved. Um, well, something had to be involved. Uh, well, there I mean, was, It's not super easy to there, flip your car on O Street by yourself. Well, there, there may be uh, some mechanical issues oh, as well. That uh, I guess that could be it. the case. So uh, they're still looking into all of that. Well, it's just not something that happens if you're driving 40 miles an hour down O Street. Uh, right. Uh, just uh, that's my guess. That's my guess. But all right. Well, glad nobody is uh, seriously hurt for that. Uh, is it? Is it all back up and it, open and it, running it's, now? It opened about an hour. Okay. Little, about an hour ago. All right, so uh, there you go. Got uh, that's just part of the news this morning. What else is the rest of the? Well, news? the risk dial moved up. Yeah, we, we got that. We got that uh, groundbreaking uh, yesterday out at uh, Warhorse Gaming. Oh boy, All it's right. the first steps of the casino in Southwest Lincoln, and I was interested there to hear on your report, Mark, that I didn't. I guess I had heard this. I had kind of forgotten, but they're going to have something. Up and running here within 
I don't know. It sounds like two to three months. Yep. Expect to have uh, the uh, initial part that they're building around the current uh, race facility there uh, probably in September. So they'll have a couple of hundred uh, slot machines and have uh, sports betting. I sports believe. betting kiosks is yep. what I what I understood from looking oh. at the materials that you had. And you, you saw some of the the pictures, some of the more detailed pictures that they yep. put out yesterday yep. of what the inside, and, and you showed them to us. Yeah, but Tom Stanton was there for the groundbreaking, and uh, he's got some pictures, too. You can see those at KLIN.com. Casino but, floor, restaurants, yep. coffee bars, it looks like. The hotel will probably be the last part of it, the 220-room hotel uh, scheduled for probably late 2023, 24. That's I, I I mean even after all this I I mean I knew this was coming I knew this was happening obviously we've talked about it a lot but it's just it feels a little crazy to me that there is going to be casino gambling in Lincoln Nebraska within a matter of I mean months months we, yeah. weeks almost yep. that and, it'll be that quickly I, and you know I never thought I'd including sports gambling that's the the one thing and that. It's getting open before we're going to have the South Beltway completed. That's true. And, and of course, this is just off of uh, Warwick yeah, in true. 77, or as Warwick then turns into West Denton Road. Right. That's the location. Right. So it's going to be very... Yeah, that is going to add... We, they've already talked about how much that intersection is going to be going to gain traffic in the future. When they've got that thing fully up and running, and oh, you're yeah. getting the kind of traffic that ends up going there, that intersection is going to be even more important to figure the heck out. Uh, absolutely. And the old Cheney Warlick uh, 14th Street. Right. That, as, yeah, uh, that's one that I meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we actually, uh, Bud Seinhorst and I talked about that on uh, last uh, week's uh, Lincoln Business Beat podcast, which you can get at KLIN.com. Oh, uh, right. He had, had some more information on that. So. Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, it's good to see progress on that. Saying $100 million in tax revenue when they get fully going Ooh. will be coming to the state. I hope it's all a good thing. I hope it's all, I mean, it's happening. So I, I don't know, advocating one. I never quite knew how I felt about this. I tended to be against the idea, but, um, <laughs> there's also a small part of me where I'm kind of excited to see it, but I, I was generally against expanded, uh, gambling in, in the state, but it, it is here now. And no, you just love going to Iowa. That's what it was. Uh, well, that was the, again, that was the say, that was the, the uh, it was the most, uh, it was the most non, you know, like addictive safe way. I put $5 in that account every time I go and visit the in-laws and I make, you know, 10 cent parlays during the entire weekend <laughs> and see if I can do it. So it was incredibly low stakes, incredibly low stakes gambling. You won't be able to bet on a Nebraska football game until October. What is the first Nebraska football game that, Rutgers, that would be? October 7th. That Friday night Rutgers game, assuming Wait, they're open then. Can we do, yeah, if they are, can we do the tailgate from the Warhorse? I don't know. On, on the the first weekend that you could bet the sale, on the Get the game? sales team on that. Get the sales team on that. would be on actual game day. Then. That would be a mm. little intense. That would be something. Mm. Uh, speaking of Husker football, a departure from the yes. program. One that honestly is probably one of the least surprising ones right. you could have thought, thought of with Marquis Stepp leaving the running back who had transferred in from USC kind of thought last year maybe he's he was going to be the guy coming into the season he had one really one really good game at the beginning of the year and you, you well he did thought, what everybody did where 
they, there were some flashes or a really good game, and you went, this is the yeah, guy. I think I literally you, you tweeted, went out and said, tweeted that. This, this is, is the guy. I said that because he ran for a, game. He ran for yeah. 100 yards on Fordham. Yes, but he did look really good, and I kind of liked his, his style. He was a bigger bowling ball type running back, and then he was basically on the milk carton for the rest of the season yeah. after that game. Um, I kept wondering if he was injured or something else was going on, and with that room even more crowded now than it was mm-hmm. at that point, I mean, I was surprised he stayed as long as he did, yeah. to be honest. so Well, Cole and I broke down running backs a couple weeks ago on, on Husker Hour, that podcast at KLIN.com. We're just going to plug all of our podcasts today, if we can do that. Absolutely. Okay, good. Don't know why I looked to Mark for permission on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't disagree. <laughs> but when we were doing that, it was Step, because he's been the elder statesman, is going to be in the mix, but you don't know what he's going to produce. He only did 25 yards a game. That includes a 100-yard game against an FCS opponent. Yeah. So you you were already unsure of what, where he was going to be in the mix, and I think at the top still, you, you, you brought in a pretty good transfer. You've still got Ramir Johnson, Jekyll's Yant, Gabe Irvin, Irvin right. who was the guy till like he I got said, hurt. It's just, I mean, he had a shot last year when that room wasn't crowded because of injuries, and, and now it is. And I don't, you know, to, to step, I mean, when step was in there, you know, he he showed some flashes. I thought, but yeah. for whatever reason, you know, and I, it's still one of the baffling things about how running backs were used, especially last year. A guy would a guy would be sort of the running back du jour for a game, and then was nowhere after that. I yeah. mean, Yant saw that happen too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so well in step leaving that takes away. Eight percent, little over eight percent of your rushing production from a year ago. Yeah, it, for for as little as he ran the ball and as unproductive as he was, yeah, that was still eight percent of Nebraska's running production. Is it kind of a weird? It's a kind of a weird time to transfer, isn't it? Well, he's set to graduate in August. Okay, um, so he's going uh, so to because he could be a grad transfer. So he'd be a grad else. transfer, correct? So it makes sense on where he's at. He would have gone through the spring, saw how things shake out, been with a uh, the new runnings back coach. Here's the thing that I like with all of this: a lot of people try to bemoan any transfers and say, "Well, you can't tough it out." He went through with the new coaching staff coming in with the new system. To see how he stood up against these other guys. Went through summer workouts. He gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to have a, a, an opportunity to go somewhere else as a grad transfer. Um, immediate eligibility if someone's able to, to slide him in somewhere. But there, there are a lot of times that you'll see coaching staff changes. And some guys did it as well. But they leave right away. Yeah. Step went through the spring. He finished out his degree. He's, he, he came here, finished his education. Right. That's really at the end of the day. That's holding yeah. up his end of the deal. That would be his good luck. I hope. I'd be. Uh, I, I wish he'd got a little bit more of a a shot last year, but it wasn't. That's every these, running uh, back. That's though. everybody. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. I. I really hope it's not running back by committee of seven this year. Right. <laughs> I hope there's one that stands out enough that you in you know they're getting you know sixty five percent of the running back carries. I just want a longer leash on some stuff. If someone makes a mistake, coach them up and yeah. teach them. Uh, like within that moment, but don't just go. Okay, you ran the wrong right. direction on this. You need to know better, and then we don't see you for five games. Yeah, because I feel like running back is a position where you, a little rhythm, a little you know, getting in, 
having more than three carries a game can help you, I mm-hmm. would think, just get into to the whole thing. So, yeah, football talk. We're not far. Yay. We are not far from Husker football now. By the uh, way, uh, uh, Miss Chris yes. texted yeah. us on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, and she says, My other half works with wastewater. He takes samples to Omaha. He dips them out. Dips them out? They have like a soup ladle. I'm gonna leave that no, for the imagination. A, it's, it's it's a beaker <laughs> on the end of a uh, pole. I bet she makes him wash his hands every time he comes home. I'm Lock. sure hand they, sanitizer out. I'm everywhere. sure they wear hey, gloves. That's the type Still. of job that you don't wash your hands. You wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can. You got in that. There. You got that. Uh, that kind of soap that they used to have. Uh, Mark, remember at the car shops, uh, like oh, yeah. the lava, the the pumice, the, the pumice stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've used. That. We, oh, when, yeah. when I worked for the state, not to brag, I used to work for the state installing electrical RV pads. Uh, at the state parks, but yeah, they had they had some kind of industrial soap in there in the shop that we would use when you, you were working with grease or one something. Of a, one and of them is it was a some, goop. Yeah, they, yes. Some of that industrial like uh, working man's working woman's soap. Yeah. We've got some of that out at the uh, bus uh, terminal. It's kind of sad. I haven't used that for a long time. Goop. I just goop is good stuff. I just use the. Just use the little, the little blue well, ocean breeze scented. Goop, goop. I don't think that you want to. You want to keep your hands nice and soft, Jack. Yes. Yep, you know, keep when you're petting Reggie. When I'm petting Reggie. He won't get. You won't oh, snag right. his oh, fur. Reggie. Ugh. This is, uh, we we should we should have just had another baby at this point. <laughs> I mean, staying out of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that different. Not that different. Question uh, for you guys. Yes. Is butt cheeks one word or should, should you spread them apart? He's 627 on KLIN. Waking up the capital city with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln, and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the sound off on LNK today. But first, just a little preview of what's coming up. Uh, will you remind me, Caleb? You may have to grab the book. Remind me what we are uh, we're doing for or, or, or tomorrow. Or are we going to do the? Uh, I believe we're going to do the. Well, first of all, tell me what the prize is for tomorrow. I will tell you the prize is hotter than a hoochie coochie. Which means what? Four pack of tickets to Alan Jackson at PBA. Ah, ooh, okay. All right, then we're going to, okay. I think maybe current events quiz then. We'll see. We'll see what we end up going with. I've got a I've got a tweak on our lie detector game that okay. I'm going to do maybe in two maybe the week after this. Yeah, uh, so maybe we, a little bit. We'll have a uh, that's coming up August 26th. We'll have that four pack of tickets. That's a um, that is a hot that's a hot ticket there. You can win those here. They're also running a hotter than a hoochie coochie four pack deal um, with giveaways. It's 199 dollars for four tickets. So we're giving away 200 bucks essentially. Yes. I mean, basically, we're That's giving what's away two hundred bucks that you have to spend on an Alan Jackson concert. But yes, you, I mean, still, that's major. Yeah, I think it's current right events. I, I think it's current down. events quiz time. I think it's current events. Quiz Is time are tomorrow. any Alan Jackson songs going to show up on our go to karaoke for Request Line Friday? Chattahoochee might could be. Yeah, that's probably the best chance of one. I would think five o'clock somewhere. 
Yeah. Five o'clock somewhere definitely could. Yeah, and you led me right into the other thing I wanted to remind people of because I'm very excited for this Friday. Uh, Request Line Friday this week is going to be karaoke songs. And not just karaoke songs. It's, it's, it's a scenario, okay, that I want to put you in. You have, uh, you have um, one song that you have to perform on karaoke. Okay, for we're gonna skate to one song and I one mean, song only. I don't want to make it like dark, like you're gonna get killed or something. But to win, uh, you know, win a thousand bucks, let's say hypothetically, right? But you've gotta, ha- you've gotta have the best possible performance that you know on karaoke. What song are you picking? What song are you most comfortable with? What song can you bring the attitude to? What are you picking as that one song? Whether you're a great singer or whether you're a below average singer, I don't care. How are you maximizing your talents? Yes, in karaoke, and I all, I know what mine is for certain. It's easy. I've done it on karaoke. I do have a question on this. So I know when we when we get to the listener ones, we're going to play those. It's going to be a lot like our regular request. I think Friday. I know what you're going to ask. Are you and Mark? <laughs> I don't. I, and are, first of all, are, I'm are, pretty are, sure Mark won't agree to what you're about to propose. Well, he's going to pick an instrumental anyway, <laughs> so he's got this down. I mean, I'd be willing. I'd be willing uh, on mine. Are, we're we're gonna sing, right? I'd be willing on mine if I need to. It's I can prove to you front that, to back, whole thing. I have a rather long song. We we would have to blow out an entire segment. Wait a minute, are you karaoke Freebird? <laughs> Hotel California, <laughs> November rain. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's a long. It's a long. It's a. It's by an artist who. Does Master long of Puppets? songs. No, it's not Master of Puppets. We had that last week, too. <laughs> All right, sound off time, guys. What do you want to start with today? Biden's in Israel. That's his first stop on his Middle East tour. An arrival ceremony scheduled for the president when he gets to Israel. He'll meet with leaders to talk about the U.S.-backed Iron Dome system used to protect Israeli skies. Then he's heading to Yad Vashem the country's official memorial to Holocaust victims. In a few days, he heads to oil-producing Saudi Arabia as the U.S. faces its gas price crunch. But the president had promised to make the Saudi kingdom a pariah after the CIA said Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman ordered the death of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. The president said now when it comes to the Saudis, his aim is to reorient but not rupture relations. Jill Nato, Fox News. Caleb, I'd like to reorient my relationship with you. Deal. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to end it. I'd just like to reorient it. <laughs> Wish I so would have. That sounds I, like I, a good thing to say when you're ever in a. I could have had that verbiage in uh, an argument in a relationship. I don't want to break up, but I'd like to reorient. That would have been useful when I was 17. <laughs> We're gonna have to reorient. <laughs> and by reorient, it means I'd like you to do these things differently. <laughs> It's not that I'm breaking up with you. I would just like to reorient this relationship All right. this to where I can see it. Sounds people. like uh, some of the worst uh, couples therapy ever. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, January 6th hearing yesterday, uh, maybe the second to last one. I don't know. If the, I don't know when this is ending. I'm not sure if it's going on for more weeks or if it's done next week or what, but did have another one yesterday. The committee focused on a late-night verbal brawl in the Oval Office with Trump loyalists fighting with White House attorneys, including Pat Cipollone, who just talked to the committee on Friday. In the conclave, Trump advisors challenged top White House aides that they needed to go to the mat for the former president. 
Sidney Powell implored the former president to appoint her special counsel to investigate the election. She also wanted the military to seize voting machines. Cipollone was appalled. After the meeting, President Trump fired off a tweet which the committee says fueled the riot, coaxing his supporters to descend on Washington on January 6th. The president said it would be, quote, wild. Um. Listen, I know, I know. There, some of our listeners are uh, aren't interested in the January sixth committee and and the you know show trial and and those sorts of things. I I I know and I, I acknowledge that, but I think we can all have a uh, a shared interest in this crazy meeting that everyone testified about on all sides of it, mm-hmm. and what a giant near brawl that it became. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they had. <laughs> They had Rudy testifying on video about t- saying all the names that he called Cipollone and and Hirschman and the other White House attorneys there. And he's, you know, I, I'm not going to say the word, but it's uh, one that, you you know, it's not one that you want to be called. And mm-hmm. and then you had th- th- that Hirschman guy who kind of looks like he always kind of wants to fight. He lo- sounded like he about went after somebody in this thing. They went for five hours and nearly brawled during the entire thing. Uh, and then it all ends up and he sends out that, that uh, tweet. And then at, at the end of the whole thing, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a, I don't know, a bomb drop here or what it is exactly. But at the end of it, uh, Liz Cheney made this comment. A witness who has not yet appeared in select committee hearings was called by former President Trump. Committee vice chair Liz Cheney says that person declined to answer or respond to President Trump's call and instead alerted their lawyer to the call. Their lawyer alerted us. Cheney says the select committee passed along that information to the Justice Department. The committee's next hearing is expected next week and will focus, Cheney says, on President Trump's actions during the January 6th riot. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. All right, well, I mean, I, uh, it's a little hard to tell if that's something or not something, to be honest. That it, it very well could be. I mean, I listen, I wouldn't be surprised if it is but on the other hand it, it if it's a witness that you know they're in regular communication anyway somebody they somebody that that because they didn't say who it was somebody that re- j- just placing the call to them and and then having it not be taken is made i yeah i don't know i don't know if the justice department is gonna gonna make a whole lot of hay out of, of just that part of it but you know you uh you never know um all right uh inflation numbers coming out in about an hour let's get ready to see how expensive things are the labor department's consumer price index is forecast by some economists to show prices surged 8.8 percent in june from the previous year that would topple last month's 8.6 percent which was already the highest we've seen in 40 years but white house economic advisors are saying that the numbers for june are already out of date since the index won't show the recent fall in gas prices in washington <laughs> jill nato fox news All right. well, so never mind <laughs> i guess we won't know anything <laughs> And then, and then the uh, did you see us? The first lady of the United States had to uh, apologize for some of her comments in mm-hmm. San Antonio. I don't. Let's see how. Let's see how bad we think they are. Let's let's take a little bit of a listen. This all happened from something she did on Monday. She was giving a speech in Texas, and she was trying to praise the Hispanic community. But then she made some comments about diversity, which fell flat. As distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. 
and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. A spokesperson for the First Lady put out this tweet saying she apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration for the love of the Latino community. But almost instantly, critics jumped all over this moment. The Republican National Committee even selling a T-shirt now which says, quote, not your breakfast taco. All right, number one, did she mean to say bodegas? Yes. Yes, she did. So that was uh, downhill from the start. One, okay, we'll start out with this. Breakfast tacos are awesome. But you could probably find a better... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that. the greatest, but let's not also act like it's ragingly offensive when you're mm-hmm. using it to just make it an, it's a, it's a bad analogy. It's not a, I, I mean, it's not a, I mean, is that really, is that really that racially sensitive to say, you know, I think there are some folks I, that take their tacos very seriously. I, I don't know. Not every, not everything. Uh I'm going to get myself in trouble here, but well, yeah, and it's not just because I'm, I, I, I think I've said this about, about many issues, but nonetheless, what else? Le- le- left world order. Well, that's the confusing thing. This is normally goes the other way, doesn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I'm so confused. Are the, are the Republicans now trying to be politically correct about this? And, uh, oh boy, it's, it's, uh, it's not your know. breakfast taco. Um, on a little bit more of a uh, a serious note here, uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see this uh, video that I think is the Austin American Statesman released mm-hmm. um, in the halls of the Uvalde school. It's, uh, I don't know, it's shocking. It is shocking to me. The footage is hard to believe. A few officers at first rushed toward the classroom where shots were being fired, but then just a couple minutes later, they're seen rushing back into the hallway to take cover. Uvalde residents want to know why. One officer is even seen getting hand sanitizer as the gunman continued his rampage. Texas DPS Director Steve McGraw says in part, this video provides horrifying evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack at Robb Elementary on May 24th was an abject failure. In law enforcement, when one officer fails, we all fail. I, I saw, they, showed the, they showed several extended clips of that on, on the news I was watching last night. I'm yelling at that video mm-hmm. i am screaming at it what are you doing they all go in right away right next to the classroom and then they all just kind of mm-hmm. back up and retreat and then more people get there and more people are just standing at the end of the hall kind of looking around and they took the audio out of it because apparently the audio is just horrendous. you can hear terrible. stuff in the audio yeah. you can hear it and then at one point they're standing around and one of the one of the officers just there's a little hand sanitizer just thing casually the well i think i'll wash my hands now mm-hmm it was i can't imagine the reaction that parents are i mean it's it's on video you know we had heard so many things about what had happened but seeing it on video and like the seeming indifference mm-hmm. that it looked like on that it thing very was casual. mind-blowing it was mind-blowing what are you even doing what are you even doing in that job if if mm-hmm. that's you know how you're doing that? But we knew we the, there was the assumption that it wasn't going to look good, and that was the reason that the police department there was trying to not let any of the tapes be viewed publicly. Yeah, and it was what seventy something minutes, right? Where they're standing in the hallway, and this is all going on. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable. Uh, all right, have you seen these uh, photographs of the the? web telescope the galaxy oh, thing these look sweet i don't know what i'm looking at it looks <laughs> like the sky 
You're clearly not the intended audience. NASA is sharing five images taken by the James Webb Space Telescope perched a million miles away from planet Earth and seeing light from distant galaxies going back more than 13 billion years. One picture shows a collection of spiral galaxies. And so there are these galaxies that look stretched and pulled, kind of like, like they've been magnified because they've been magnified by the gravity of the cluster, just like Einstein said they would. NASA astrophysicist Jane Rigby. The telescope's spectrometer was also able to determine an exoplanet more than a thousand light years from Earth has water vapor. Eben Brown, Fox News. At, at some point, there's a limit at what my mind can comprehend. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a, a, a little bit unable to even comprehend it to get the wonder, the requisite wonder that well, the, I should the, have. The, the comprehension is tough because when we look at the sky, what we can see are stars like our sun. Yes. What they're seeing through that telescope are entire galaxies. So... Like what we have with the Milky Way galaxy, right? which is our solar system and thousands and thousands of others. Hurts my head. Yes. Literally it, 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 it becomes head. one of that those. We're just a speck of sand on an entire beach, essentially. We're a speck on a speck of sand. Of sand. Like it's uh, the, the number is so high that you're trying to comprehend for it. So, yeah, it, it's really hard to, to think about that scale. Yeah. All right, I'll look at it again. It still just kind of looked like the sky to me, but I, I appreciate the... I, I got to do this one, though. World record set in Florida uh, yesterday. Four. A new record set in St. Lucie County as 769 skinny dippers plunged into the ocean wearing nothing but their birthday suits. That blew away their previous record last year of 431 people. Their treasure naturists organizing its annual skinny dip, which promotes a clothing-optional lifestyle. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Got to get more naked people next year for that. Got to get that. <laughs> Sorry, it's 6.54. We got to take a break. I, I took too much of Officer Chad's time. We'll take that break now on KLIN. They done it. And now LPD needs your help. Crime Stoppers on LNK Today. got it now i got all the secrets is it officer chad's birthday it is it is do they what do they, they get during uh during morning briefing do they all join around and sing happy birthday to oh, you or God, anything like not. that <laughs> we're great cops terrible singers <laughs> no. come on i want the lincoln police chorus to do a little performance I, you know that. what i'll put the memo in for you <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great that's what it took for me to change your intro music we can go back to the old one. That's oh, fine. okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll quit complaining. Sorry. Hey, I, 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 I got a well, happy birthday, by the Thank way, you. first of all. And, and and he brought us cookies, too. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was very, and they're very good. There's actually a story behind those. We'll get to those later. Oh, okay. I've got to ask you a question, though, real quick. Um, yeah. I'm watching uh, watching TV and movies, and, you know, it's all oh, this fake no. cop stuff. There's always people who get out of handcuffs, though. Okay. There are always people who... Is, is that possible, or does that mean they were put on incorrectly? Yes and yes. Um, okay. there, there are some people that are just that flexible and have teeny tiny little hands and that can just slip out of cuffs. Um, <laughs> there are also people that have had amputations for whatever reason that are actually impossible to handcuff. Well, I was going to say, yeah. you probably didn't try then. If there's an, I mean, I'm um, not telling you how to do your job, but... Yeah, and I, you know, honestly, I've, I have made a mistake or two, and I've had a few people... 
be able to slip their handcuffs when they shouldn't have, and it's pretty frightening, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, you open up the back of the car into jail, and I had a young man hand me my cuffs, said, here you go. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, pretty humble. It always happens in movies and TV shows. Uh, it's uh, not. They're always, and they got them behind a chair or something. They're, you know, wriggling, or they get a paper clip and they open the thing up. You know, I just watched a movie about a Vietnamese PO, or POW from the Vietnamese War, and he was able to slip his handcuffs nightly with a flattened out nail. Oh, okay. do you believe that? Yes and no. <laughs> Um, Can you commit to an answer for the love? Jeez, this is well, like an interro- This is like the worst police interrogation ever. Yes, well, and not, yes, yes and not, no. Maybe and maybe. You guys aren't doing a good job at it. There's no good cop, bad cop. Right. I don't have a big bright light. <laughs> I, you want to spend the rest of your life in the slammer? <laughs> then you tell me if that can happen. I I think somebody could do that. Okay. I couldn't. How's that? All right, we better do the crime, crime stopper stuff. Uh, how about hurting the helper? On June 23rd, victim in this case saw. Two males enter his garage. Uh, he had a big rolling stand-up tool chest. They wheeled it out, loaded it up in the back of their pickup. Well, he chases him down. He's able to pull on the toolbox, get some of the tools out. While he's doing this, he realizes these are two guys that he helped with car trouble the day prior at 40th and Adams. <laughs> what are the chances? Let them borrow some of his tools, so apparently they decided to borrow the rest of them. Oh, jeez. Uh, they left in a red Chevy or GMC pickup. Uh, the next one is covert operation. A uh, victim in this case, she's shopping at 70th and Pioneers at the High V. Her wallet gets stolen. Uh, go back, look at the video, and you see two male suspects. One distracts her while the other one grabs her wallet out of her purse. Uh, credit cards are then used at a whole bunch of stores around town by a female suspect to the tune of about $7,900. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, LincolnCrimeStoppers.com. Happy yeah. birthday. Well, thank Have you. Have a great day. Thank you. Guys. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> 7 o'clock on KLIM Lincoln. Saver traffic. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. It's time to get it off your chest with What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. Call or text the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400 to tell us what's chapping your hide. All right, 66 degrees in the capital city at 7-Eleven. Glad to have you back with us. We offer you this opportunity in the middle of the week, in the middle of the show, right when we're at the peak of the mountain, to help you glide down the other side a little more stress-free, a little bit more uh, uh, able to focus on the things that really matter. A little opportunity to become more pleasant to everyone around you, your family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, and pets. It's what chapter I'd Wednesday. You tell us what it is that's on your mind, that's bugging you. It very well could be a very little minuscule thing, but you think about it a lot. Nobody else wants to hear about it. Well, we do want to hear about it. It is what chaps your hide Wednesday. Three ways you can get a hold of us. You give us a call right now. Phone lines are open, 402-479-1400. On the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, you can also text that same number. Or you can go to the Facebook page, which is very quiet today. Very quiet on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash LNK today. And so let's get to those phones first. They get priority. And first of all, we are going to hear from Debbie. Good morning, Debbie. What chaps your hide today? 
Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Now, I was I was out of town last week, so I don't know if somebody called this in, because I do know this does chap a lot of people's hides. And that's group texts. Oh, I cannot <laughs> stand those things. Because especially when it's people that you have no idea because they're not in your contact. You, know, so you get the original text from somebody. Just for example, somebody sent me a text that they're, daughter had a baby well that's fine but he must have sent that to about 50 people and then my phone just ping 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 <laughs> ping with all these random phone numbers I have no idea who these people are you can't shut it off it just bugs the heck out of me so that happened just about two weeks ago and it just drove me crazy they that sh- is a big type they should type. have a they should have an option you know how on emails they have blind carbon copy the bcc yeah. where you send out a group email but only you know the people who receive it only see themselves on it and they can't reply all to it that's they should have that option for texts the old bcc yeah, because, because- you get notifications, just go yeah, ping, ping, ping. Yep. Yeah, so yep. I don't know what bugs you, but it certainly yeah, bugs it me. Does. I, don't, I just I can't stand it. So what? that's my big... One thing you might want to do, Debbie, is uh, change the sound on it to something more, uh, uh, you know, pleasant, like uh, a, a harp. And so instead of going ping, <laughs> ping, ping, it goes... <laughs> sure. That's yeah. helpful, Mark. Good idea, Mark. I think I'll do that. Very helpful. Thank yeah. you, Debbie. I appreciate okay, it. Right. We'll talk to okay, you later. Bye-bye. I mean, <laughs> and, this, uh, and this doesn't need to be... First of all, did I just have an, an amazing idea? that uh, the folks at Apple and Android and everybody should be talking about, why is there not blind carbon copy on it? So you can send the same text to everyone, but a reply will only go to you individually. But it's a, it's a great tool in email. I use it all. I've used it many times. Is anybody yeah. else, uh, anybody else on board with this? Am I, am I just, is this thing on? Is I just, that- if I'm going to text a bunch of people, I just send the text, copy, type in the Seriously? next. Seriously? Yes. I'm glad you've got that kind of time on your hands to copy it a text a to 20 minute. different people. It takes a minute. Copy the t- Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but why would we not? Why, I mean, why would we? And, and listen, this doesn't need to be. I'm sure this has been said on What Chaps Your Eye many times, but what Debbie's referencing in the text world, text world, is obviously and probably more of a problem in the email world. Right? Can we all agree yes. to that? Yes. Especially yes. those of us who work in an office. Yes. Reply to all is that's a chapable thing. The the and and, and it's nice because occasionally we'll get an email that uh, and and I appreciate that that people in our office are recognizing maybe when somebody did something good, won an award, or uh, you know had a great event, or someone we want to tell the entire office about that. That's great. I got that. But the 15 single congrats emails that come back after it, we've got to figure out how not to do that, right? Again, blind carbon cop. Well, the the thing is, at least here, it's because there's an email address you can put in that goes to everybody in the in the building. Mm-hmm. It's not like you list out every email address. So if you reply to that, it automatically, it's not even like you can reply back just to right. one single what, person. What I do in those cases is I forward that to the person that is noted in there okay you know like if it's if there's something that came out and said 
congratulations to Jack Mitchell for uh, being the number one radio show in spite of what some people post on social media. <laughs> and that went out to everybody. I would take that message and then forward it to you with my... That'd be nice. You can also reply and change the you can. recipient in the right. There are the many ways. But, there are many ways you can do that. But, but that way, they they see the actual crux of the. I legit can't believe you guys aren't more excited about my idea on the texting. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I honestly, sh- I bet I've got some listeners it's, who think it's, this. It's like you and masks. I really not bothered <laughs> by it. I there were a little bit of a. All right, all right, fine. I mean, Back. you know. Might be a good idea. I know it who is. Who cares? Uh, man, I'm going on Shark Tank, and you guys are going to be, jeez. <laughs> you guys are going to be embarrassed. All right, uh, let's talk to Ben. Morning, Ben. What's chapping your hide? Hey, well, well, first thing, you know, what century is Debbie living in that she still has a sound notification on her phone? <laughs> Put that on vibrate like everybody, every other responsible adult. Real quick, Ben, on that, I accidentally turned my sound on the other day somehow. I don't know how. And it was in here, and it was oh. making noises. I said to Caleb, I was like, I think the, that's the first time I've had the sound on a phone since, like, 2013. It, it, it's been that long since I've actually had a sound on my phone. Yeah, it's been over a decade for me. I'm pretty I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But, hey, you know, you know, I think this uh, particular chap uh, fits your, your definition well of something that grinds my gears that everyone I know is absolutely sick of me talking about. What is it? Uh, the Plains and the Midwest are two distinct cultural and geographical locations and should not be lumped together. We have different heights of grass, we get less rain, and we call it casserole, not hot dish. So if you want to be included with Iowa and Illinois and whatever the heck's going on in Indiana, that that's on you. I think that says a lot about you personally. Someone <laughs> else, you know, the Center for Great Plains Studies, which is located here in Nebraska, has backed me up on this. I can provide you the email. So you're a you're you're a Nebraska is not not the Midwest guy. Absolutely okay. not. The, the Dakotas, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and northern parts of Texas are all geographically pretty similar. The plains geography shapes culture. Yes. Okay. So Nebraska not in the Midwest. All right, that's fine. No. That's fine. I like being culturally different than you, the rest of the Big Do you prefer Ten. Plains or Great Plains? We are the Great Plains. Okay. Because there's, there's like Plains and over in other parts of the world, and they're not as great. Right. We are Great Wait plains. a minute. Are we the Great? Are we trademarking this? <laughs> the, the, the Ohio State <laughs> University like they do in the Midwest. <laughs> you know, that might be, might be worth something looking at. It's what made the big the old Big 8 so great. Yeah. Because we were all essentially the same people. That's true. That's true. Minus uh, Missouri. <laughs> I still hate Missouri because they were, they were who what gave Matt Davidson his claim to fame. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. By the way, is Missouri then? I should have asked him that. Is Missouri the Midwest or the Plains? It's actually... Split, I believe, between the Midwest and the Ozarks. Okay, southern part of the state, pretty Ozarky. Okay, all right. All right. Wow, that Paul comes in third today. A little slow on the draw. Good morning, that Paul. How are you? Hey, yeah. I believe in taking turns. Okay. <laughs> all right, it's your turn. Yeah. I just wanted you to know the last caller. He is so right. <laughs> it's just too beautiful a thing listening to a man that has pride. In his neighborhood. <laughs> and going back one to uh, Debbie. Yes. Hey, guys. 
Come on. Here's a thought. You're in the office. There's some big congratulatory thing going around. Here's an idea. Go say hello and congratulate <laughs> them in person. That's a good point. It's a good point. Hey, I, I bet in your office, though, Paul, there's not as far to walk. I got to go up two stories to go say hi to somebody in person. Dude, I didn't want to go there, but you probably need the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. All right. Uh, what's on the uh, the text line? Uh, I'm, I'm throwing them into the prep page all right, cool. for you. I, I, uh, I got them then. Uh, we are going to start with Clinton. It's 2022, and we still don't have a Waffle House in Lincoln. My hot, my hide is raw and in need of no, Neosporin. Can I tell you guys something? I have never been to a Waffle House. Oh, are, I have are you never been to are a Waffle House. I just don't spend that much time in the South. Well, Platte City, Missouri. I don't spend that much time in Platinum City. Right. It's Missouri. north side of Kansas City. City. Well, maybe just, Beatrice needs to try one out. Maybe Beatrice would be a good place to just no, like if, a test market. Let's, let's have local, you know, dining right here in Waffle House in Lincoln. Ta- uh, I, I think it should be maybe across from the Warhorse Casino. <laughs> Probably would do really well. <laughs> Tanya says, "Hey guys, it's Tanya. Another phone etiquette thing that chastises people: FaceTiming while shopping. I do not want or need to hear about your boyfriend's roommate issues while shopping for paper towels. Hide chapped when people do that. Yeah, uh, what is the deal with okay. the hold? Either FaceTiming or speaker phoning while you hold it in front of you. I will pull up FaceTime Uh-oh. in the store. Uh oh." I want to make sure I'm getting the correct product, okay? Okay, I think Tanya would make an exception for that. That I'm not walking through telling telling my fiance about my day. I'm walking through going, "All right. I know you said she went up a diaper size. Which friggin' I've, one is I've it?" Done I don't that, remember but what that's size a she was that's at. a 30 second deal there. Yes. You're, but she's talking about walking through with your cart and I see I see this all the time. All the time. You're holding it out in front of you either on FaceTime or just a speakerphone. And having that conversation, why are you not just holding it up to your ear? I, I mean, I, I, I don't, the, is it the visual that you need for FaceTime? Because sometimes it's just speakerphone. How much is that really bothering you, though? It's so weird. Okay, it's weird. But it's is weird, it, is it's it loud, really- it's sort of disrespectful of everyone else's personal sound space. Meh. Easy to fix that. I just Man. turned on my hearing aids. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, Jack's inability to accept modern technology such as Snapchat and thinking copying and pasting text messages to multiple individuals individually is too much work in a situation. That chaps my eye. Okay. Again. Get wrecked by Johnny Cat. I guess. But first of all, I'm the one accepting modern technology in this. When there's a solution... Yeah, you, we don't need copy machines. We could just write down the same thing on 50 pieces of paper. But why would you if we have the technology? I don't understand that argument. Uh, let's see. Andy says, have to take everything out of the deep freeze to find the huge box of frozen waffles at the bottom. Why doesn't all, their food, all the other food fit back in? It's less stuff now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jeremy says, Caleb does the texting, right? Individual text, copies and paste is sent like a considerate person. Oh, fine right now that's what we've got but if we use my bcc text option it'll change all of that and it'll save you time why is there so much resistance to this great idea because you're calling it blind uh, blind carbon copy and that's not what it is it's, it's a, a blind courtesy copy uh, whatever it's bcc whatever yep. bcc means on blind courtesy copy fine blind courtesy copy that's carbon, what I want. carbon paper would mess up your phone bad okay, car, car, okay my bad 
Uh, Chris Nolet says, the impending heat wave. I've had enough summer already. Yeah. Have you guys seen the extended forecast? Dang, end of July. End of July is going to be hot. The Jeremy says, chaps my hide that I didn't have a breakfast taco this morning. <laughs> Although, also, by the way, isn't it a breakfast burrito? Yes. Is Have you had... Is there... A- yes, you can have breakfast tacos, too. There's a difference between a taco and burrito, and I swear, is, if you make me explain there, the difference between a taco and a burrito this morning. Is it just the how the tortilla's folded? Honest question. For the it, most part. Yep. Okay, yes. let me ask you a question. Have you ever had an Amigo soft taco? Yes. They fold it and they close it up. Is that a burrito or a taco? They call it a taco. There's a lot that Amigos is doing wrong. Well, you watch your mouth. You watch your mouth. There's, They've been doing a lot right. Too much, right? Almost. Uh, th- th- okay. Who, you think yeah, that, that's care- an off-air conversation we're about to have? <laughs> Who cares whether it's a taco or a burrito, as long as a tortilla with good stuff? In I know it, that's that's what I'm saying. On. But Caleb seemed to think there's a big distinction. Real quick, Midtown Dave says the explosion of youth summer sports in the last 20 years. A few games a week in and around town is great, but traveling to this state, then another for next week for tournaments is just crazy. Get the kids, especially high school kids, working more. If your kid is good, don't worry. College coaches will find them. Yeah, there's uh, there's some parts in there I agree with. There's some parts in there that I don't. Um, hey, back in my day, Lincoln Babe Ruth baseball, we played our games during practices and games during weekdays. We had high school kids coach us. They had a job. And really, our parents didn't come to the game this that often, mm-hmm. to be honest. Different world then. Yeah. Different world. And I wasn't very good. 726, we'll take a break. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and drive. Presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, let's get it started without any further ado at number five. It's been since the week of February 23rd. The COVID-19 risk dial moved back into low orange yesterday. Increasing cases, uh, 301 the last time it was uh, in in the orange. Lopez says cases have more than doubled in the past two months. Cases daily in July, as of July 9th, uh, 671. The seven-day rolling average of hospitalizations climbing as well from 35 last week to 39 yesterday. And wastewater surveillance shows a 105% increase in viral load. Um... (laughs) I, I'm, I'm look. I pulled up the COVID dashboard just now. You know how long it's been since I pulled that thing up? A long time. I, I, we, we are used to have this up constantly, all show, every day. Um, to me, the thing that is that I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think that is most interesting or notable is hospitalizations, and there has been a, there's been a, um, an increase in hospitalizations since beginning of April. Um, it's not been particularly steep. I mean, the steep ones that we saw in in the middle of 2020 into fall of 2020, and then once again at the end of 2021 into um, into the beginning of 2022. You're not seeing that kind of a curve yet, and so far, and hopefully you won't for a variety of reasons here at that point. Um, but yeah, the hospitalizations are are going up a bit. But kind of put it in perspective, it's. Um, and, and, and I guess the other thing, the Mark, when you're looking at cases anymore, so many people are doing home tests now. I mean, if if I have to do a test again, maybe I will. I've got a bunch of home tests at home 
to to do them, and that's the first way that I'm going to do it now. Which makes which the, is totally different than it used to be, right? And it makes the data uh, much less reliable yeah, in, in, in terms of cases. There probably is more. It probably means that there's more than right. we actually have in, in terms of that. So that hospitalizations number is the one that to that's me the is, one you really got to look at. Is is the most important one now, and it's at it's at 47 um, right now, and and going up a bit. But and just, I believe believe anecdotally more of the people hospitalized a higher percentage of them are unvaccinated as compared to those that uh, oh, have don't been say vaccinated that. don't say so, that well no i'm just saying that it's an anecdotal thing because they're not actually reporting it's what we're hearing from uh, various sources yeah um don't have the exact numbers on it right but um you know and there is a, a new sub variant out there of the omicron right so just uh, and, and then you know Talk about uh, deaths in Lancaster County. If you start in August of 21, there were 31, 20 in September, 26 October, 14 in November, 29 December, 44 January, 28 February, and then March 3, April 1, May 2, June 1, July 1. Just to just to compare, you know, where right. it, it put it in context of of where we were and where we have been in the past. So, and uh, and again, and we said this multiple times. The the dial, even when I kind of pushed the mayor on what, you know, the purpose of the dial is, she she basically said, "Look, it's to give people who are concerned about it and maybe immunocompromised or whatever an idea of, you know, when it's less safe and when it's more safe." for for them to be out there right so it, beyond that it's it just doesn't have a real life impact for the vast majority of people unless as we've talked about before there are there are organizations that cater their policies to it and i don't know how many people how many organizations are doing that anymore yeah I, I don't know you know so but I, th- I think your point about home tests you know so much more prevalent and that's probably why uh, it, the indication that cases are going to be a lot higher than than what's being officially reported. That's you can kind of pick up on that hundred five percent increase in wastewater yeah. viral load. Yep. I, and I'm not. By the way, I'm not surprised that cases have gone up. We talked about this yesterday, but we've uh, we've had it in uh, we've had it in our office again. I've had it in a number of friends and people that I know just in the last two three weeks have ended up having it and and went through it with very varying levels of of severity um so yeah it's uh i mean this is uh hopefully this thing tamps down and we don't get i mean nobody nobody wants to go through this all of it that goes along with with this once again and hopefully this is uh gonna mitigate here and not gonna be something we're going a lot going a lot higher and having all these debates again about this i like we're full i like regular life again i really do lincoln residents a step closer to being able to play games of chance and wager on sports as ground was broken yesterday morning on the war horse casino out at lincoln Racecourse. course chunk incorporated uh, expected to invest 300 million in the project should create 900 jobs add 100 million in tax revenue through gaming for their, all of their uh, property uh, for all of their casinos that's 100 million for the state uh, again, have a, a temporary facility that will open this fall. Uh, it'll feature 440 slot machines and have uh, sports betting kiosks. So, is it is my position on this? Is this tenable to have? I didn't want casino gambling in Lincoln, Nebraska. I wouldn't have voted for. There's a part of me that that always thought, 
one. Maybe a lot, and this didn't happen, but I always kind of thought maybe allow it on the border where people are going to go across the river anyway and do it or something like that and capture some of that money. But I wasn't ever a big fan of having it in Lincoln from a policy perspective. But then there's also a part of me that's going to be like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. Right. <laughs> like, can I feel both things? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where I am. Well, yeah, because on, on one hand, it was your position before all of this had, had happened, and now it's it's an updated position on, oh, now that it's here, it might like, be kind of cool, even if, it's, even if it's not something you were cheering for. Selfishly, selfishly, I, I mean, I think, it, I mean, Mark showed me some of the artist renderings. Looks awesome. Of the thing, <laughs> and it looks it's pretty really, cool. Really nice. Like, that sports book looks mm-hmm. legitimately fun, but... I also know the you know potentially there are costs to my personal occasional fun uh, being there as well policy costs to all of that and but so you have to look that, I have some mixed feelings about this. You have whole to thing. look at it in the context of this is part of your entertainment that you you uh, pay for. You're gonna you know you similar uh, pool when you buy a, a Husker ticket, a, right. a game to a Husker game. It's your entertainment. Yes. When you go out to a play. Yes. Uh, this is another entertainment option. Now it's got some possibilities of abuse you got to watch that but that's on an individual basis right and and the other thing that does mitigate especially with the sports stuff is so many people are already gambling on sports right in more convenient potentially addictive ways than physically going to a sports book that so that part of it is not i don't have as much of a policy concern about as i do some of the other stuff that goes it's going to bring money to town now here's a question that i do have as uh, it's what nine, expected to create nine hundred jobs at this casino. Yes. At this casino, where are these people coming from? That's a good question. How are you filling these positions? <laughs> because and then what is what is that ramification across the city of Lincoln? Yes, I get nine hundred people is is not like it's not a lot, but it's not nothing when you're looking at a city that's already got really low unemployment and a state that's got. Some of the lowest unemployment in the country. Good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know if if eighteen months from now the employment economy looks significantly different here, or if well, you've got to be that competitive with. You're going to have to be competitive, but also people that have left the workforce because of COVID, mm-hmm. they might now be ready to t- tackle something new. And this is all new. You know, you've got your right. hospitality, you got food service, right. event staff. I mean. Hotel, uh, I, yeah. yeah. Hotel will be going up. Uh, be an interesting uh, discussion with Jeff Mall, the event center part yeah. for, for meetings. Yes. How, how does that work into LCBB's uh, work? Yeah, I wonder what the size. I know you said there was a, a like a I don't know if convention center. It's right an event, event center. An event and, and there's an a, event a, center. a show stage. Like, is that well. going to be comparable to? You know, most of the time you guys you go to events now. It's either at the Cornhusker. Or maybe Hillcrest, or do we need uh, to push Lincoln back Country my wedding Club? to use this venue? Yes. No. Yes. You guys have been you guys have been going way too quick with this thing. <laughs> the other thing that should I, we wait till Millie's three or four? <laughs> the other one that I, I don't know if it's been settled. I haven't followed it, but I wonder how Kino is going to be uh, reacting. Yeah. That's a good question. And the device? uh, Real quick, though, on the timeline, you said they're going to have a temporary or like a skeleton sort of facility going. As as I understand it, it's going to be some additions to the current racetrack uh, facility there that will open this fall. With with slots and sports sports kiosks. 
I'm sure there you know might be a food truck or is there probably a way to get some type of uh, refreshment. So yes, so you you, you will mm-hmm. all goes as on, on as planned be able to gamble on well non Nebraska but on for instance college or NFL football well, in Lincoln this first year. Nebraska game you'll be able to uh, bet on would be Rutgers game October seventh if they're open by that point which is right kind of in the middle of that timeline they gave yeah interesting. Number three. We got a uh, communication from the Nebraska GOP into the newsroom yesterday introducing the new uh, Nebraska GOP interim communications director for what's being described as a transition period. They also announced that they're going to hold a news conference July 14th at the headquarters office here in Lincoln where Lieutenant Governor Mike Foley will introduce the new chairman, um, uh, Eric Underwood, and then uh, he'll be available for the media. The uh, Communications, the news release came from Interim Communications Director, Commander Jack Riggins. All right. He's the new Interim Communications Director. Yes. For the, during the transition time. Yes. Interesting. All right. Well, if if I have any questions, I know who to go for then. Won't be, uh, won't be very far. I just hope they answer their phone on like they did last week when we were trying to get a hold of them. <laughs> we're sorry. The mailbox is full. That's all right. Just stick around for the afternoon show. Hey. You know he's but, coming to the uh, building. A little one-on-one, huh? There you go. Right. Absolutely. Is, is it, is it, uh, it's kind of interesting, interesting that uh, lieutenant, the lieutenant governor is going to be uh, introducing Underwood. That that whole dynamic with the governor and the lieutenant governor for the last few months doesn't get a whole lot of talk, but it's very, you know, they went different ways on the GOP primary. They're... Just kind of, I'm just kind of curious about the inner workings of that right. relationship right now. How close is the the uh, Ricketts Foley dynamic, the Trump Pence dynamic? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not in the same ways. No, no, yes. no. But yeah. In a parting of the ways type yeah. of way. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Number two, another Nebraska running backs entered the transfer portal. Marquis Step looking for a new football home. He ran for 101 yards against Fordham, but only averaged 25 yards a game last year. Huskers now have six scholarship running backs on the roster. Big deal, or is this pretty much expected? I mean, well, in the you, words of uh, Officer Chad, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, the, at one point last year, I thought he was going to be the man. I thought he yeah. was going to be, finally, they were going to have somebody that was a bell cow running back. He looked the part in that Fordham game. He looked, I thought, a couple other times early in the year. He looked really good, and then... Just wasn't he? Just wasn't there. He wasn't right. part of the rope. Wasn't a significant part of the rotation at all. And it was a wide rotation. Yeah, that was the other thing. You had he got well, a last little year, hurt. Got like a little five, Martin. six guys who were getting you know regular snaps at some point. It was kind of streaky. Mm-hmm. And so when the season ended last year, I f- I figured. I mean, I figured he was gone. I, I would would have been very. And, and you just haven't heard his name name a whole lot, you know, even during spring camp. I don't even remember exactly what he did. He did much in the spring game. Didn't but. you say earlier, Caleb, that he's graduating now in August? So yeah, so yeah that explains the time. So here, yeah, here's where the timing, and a lot of people have been saying, well, this is odd, but he went through all of the spring, did some courses there, did some summer courses, along with summer workouts, and he's given this new staff, and he's seen, uh, he's given the new staff a chance, and he's seen where he is in the pecking order of the other scholarship running backs. And he's expected to graduate here in August at the end of this summer term, which would make him a grad transfer and immediately eligible somewhere else. So he could else. jump in in three weeks yes. at another school and start fall practice. Correct. There. Yeah, but I'm not so surprised. time-wise. I'm not surprised he's doing I mean, not no. surprised at all. I mean, who knows? 
who knows where he would be in that rotation exactly. this year. It's hard to know where anybody would be, but especially, I think, for him. Now, uh, you, you, gotta, you, you want to make the most of your last year. Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald had this stat. Uh, Step is the seventh scholarship running back to transfer from Nebraska since 2018. Did you see this tweet, Jack? No. All right. Of those seven, can you guys say how many rush for more yards than Wandale Robinson? Whew. Probably not. I bet none of them did. One. Who's that? Maurice Washington. Oh, Mo Washington. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That was I the only... There is only one scholarship running back of the seven that left since 2018 to run for more yards than Wandale Robinson, who... He's going to the NFL been, to be a wide receiver. Yeah, who should not have been running the ball that much. Yeah, that's let's, the, that I, is the, uh, that's the tale of the Nebraska running back position over the last several years. Hopefully... Knock on wood, they can find someone who is good enough, consistent enough, solid enough to be a featured running back. I'm not saying don't work other guys in, but man, there's there's a part of me that hopes you don't have last year where it's a, a new kind of flavor of the week every week right. in terms of the running My dream back. of the I-formation, though, with uh, Step and Yant is out the window. That would have been sweet. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Number one. Uh, almost a complete supermoon. We had one in June, but uh, actually this morning was what they call a buck moon, and the er- orbit of the moon is close to Earth, so it looks really big, and it did this morning. And, oh, I and missed I, it. I thought this was oh, tonight. No, it was the, oh, well, man. it'll still be big tonight, okay. but this morning it was huge. I saw some of the, like, the TV shows. I was watching a baseball game, what was it, last night or two nights ago, and they... Like did a close up on it with a camera, yep. and I could not believe the detail you could oh, see yeah. mm-hmm. just the, from a regular yeah. TV camera. This buck moon uh, is big. It's named that because this is the time of year when male deer start to grow new antlers. Wait, you're losing your mind over the detail that you could see on the moon with a TV camera? Yes, but not the billions and billions of miles away. Because it's just that reason. It was the detail. I could see the craters. I could see. I could see Neil Armstrong's footsteps on that shot, but then we got that amazing, I get it, this amazing shot from this high-powered telescope, but it just looked like stars in the sky. I, I understand Have you ever seen a star in the sky to think that's what that looks like? It just looked like the sky. Like a bunch of stars. I mean, you, you could have taken a picture of the sky and told me the same thing. That Oh, this is the photo you'll never see. We've never seen before. It's a bazillion, gajillion light years away. We're like, well, cool. I mean, I just we're gonna I can't get, tell visually that that's what that is. I know they've been on Drive Time Lincoln a few times, but we're getting you out to Branch Stoke Observatory, and they're going to explain to you just how wrong you are. I'm not wrong yes, about are. my feelings. You are. My feelings are a, irrelevant. Are, are a subjective, cannot be objectively uh, right or wrong. No, they can, and you're wrong. Mark, were you... Where, where did you stand on the, the picture from the new uh, telescope? I, I thought it was quite amazing. I uh, don't really, com- I can't comprehend what right. it's showing. Right. But it looks amazing. And because it's an infrared telescope, how they got it to colorize, I'm just confused. The but explanation of what it is is more amazing than the picture. I just itself. don't know how they can determine that that one particular galaxy is 18 billion miles away or 18 billion light years or whatever it is. I don't understand how they can figure that out. Some kind of an odometer, probably, like an odometer on a missile. I mean, it it could have blown up. Science and math. It could have blown up 17 and a half billion years ago, and we won't hear about it for another 17 and a half billion years. Yep. Uh, Stuff like that, I can't even fit in my brain. All right. Yeah. All right. Welcome back on your Wednesday morning. 70 degrees in the capital city. Our 
forecast just updated. We're looking at triple digits on Friday now, by the way. 98 tomorrow, 100 Friday, yeah. bordering on 100, <laughs> uh, basically most of the end of next week. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the little reprieve from the hottest weather is uh, looks like it's about over here in Lincoln and the surrounding areas. Uh, it is what Chapshire had Wednesday. We had we didn't get to everything. We were kind of we were kind of busy here uh, with the conversations that we were having on what Chapshire had Wednesday. I didn't even touch the Facebook page, uh, which was not much. Not much here on this thing, uh, but I, I did want to get to our Facebook <sighs> chappers. I just looked at the uh, the temperatures in Minnesota this next week. Oh, yeah, you're going fishing next week, aren't you? Yeah, so we'll be out there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday out on the water. 89, partly, cla- or partly sunny, 85, partly sunny, and then 77, mostly sunny. 77 and mostly sunny? Jeez. <laughs> it's going to feel nice on Minnesota, the Minnesota, great place to be in July, perhaps. Get the hoodie out. Go back there in February and forget it. <laughs> forget about uh, it. All right. Uh, Facebook page. Uh, what uh, Joe said, it was chapping his hide is rioters not prosecuted. There's so many rioters, I don't even know who he's talking about exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of them. That makes uh, sense. Let's see, Patrick is hide his chap that we are back in the orange on the wrist dial. I knew that was coming. The, uh, um, the wrist dial moving back into orange for the COVID. Uh, the COVID. Uh, <laughs> the COVID. And then uh, Karen has this one. The big Walmart carts blocking the aisles that employees use to pick groceries for online pickup customers. If Walmart didn't have the best price and selection on certain certain items, I'd shop elsewhere. It's not just Walmart, Okay. And, and I'm I'm sure it is in Walmart, but this is becoming an issue. The the online can we do that? I know help is hard to get right now, but can we fulfill the online orders at two in the morning uh, at some of these places when there's virtually no one there? Because they'll be doing it at just the peak times at the grocery store. Well, not like, every, not uh, everyone puts in their their orders for the next day. Well, I don't know, but I was I was the, at at my grocery store that I normally go to at uh, on on Saturday, the July second, which was a ridiculous day at the grocery store. That was Thanksgiving Eve type volume at the grocery store mm-hmm. on that day, and like two or three times, you've got this massive cart uh, of of uh, kids who are doing their job fulfilling online orders and and mm-hmm. putting all the things in they are not easy i mean with the with the foot traffic in there it's it's ridiculous it makes it a little bit it makes it difficult to yeah. shop around what i want with the online shopping is if you say that item's not there for it to actually not be there i'm sure sometimes it is but there have been times where we've done an online order pickup and I go to pick it up, and I go, ah, there's something I forgot to put on there. Before I tell them I'm here, let me run in real quick and get this, uh-huh. and I'll come back out. And I will see said item and be like, okay, cool. There's like one or two of those left over here, but I ordered it, so I'm fine. I don't need to grab that and get back out. And they say it, it, it wasn't there. I, I will tell you this. I was... Um I was bored during the pandemic, and I wanted to do. Wanted to yeah, do you did this. Bit. I did the. Uh, I did the Instacart thing. I was an Instacart shopper, and I thought, I don't know. I was like I said, I was I was kind of bored and make a little extra money, and and I thought help people out too that that can't get out. It seemed like kind of a noble cause, and I. But then I would get these orders, and see, I was on the other end of that, mm-hmm. and I'd get these orders, and if they would be very specific, like 
cage-free eggs mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm like, ma'am, you, uh, I don't. They don't have cage-free eggs. Right. Do you want regular eggs? And so many of like, and because some of the supplies were so low during that time, every single thing I had to basically text them and yeah. ask if a replacement was okay. Right. Um, with that, did they do that when, when you were doing yours? Yeah. Do, do they, yeah. They you, you can you can opt in or opt out of. Uh, both getting a, a message that something's not there. There's a lot of times that we still don't get a message, though, so we just got to check the receipt and see, okay, what did we get charged I'm for? So Is mad- it all here? Um, you can also sign up for, depending on the place, replacement items. Like, uh, okay. allow them to replace with yeah. something of, of similar. But there are, some, like, there are some brands that we just don't like, and we know, just say, for instance, you're getting a frozen pizza. There are some frozen pizzas that we prefer to not have them replace it with. You have a block list that'd be good oh I, yeah that wouldn't be a bad I kind of forget do I, people do people still do this a lot is it like i wonder it'd be interesting to hear from the grocery industry if this is if this the you're you're back to, like i don't even know how many of these services services most grocery stores offered pre-pandemic but has that number kind of stayed even since the pandemic that people are doing it is that i see a lot of people in the the, the pickup areas well um, i know like ivy is built has built in on a few of their stores just completely separate sort yes. of facilities in the no, parking lot. Oh yeah, Hy-Vee has made an, an efficiency in line with Chick-fil-A with what they do for their online ordering and but their, their pickup put, orders. You got to put giant carts out in the middle of the day to make that happen. Right. Is, is part You've of the got, thing so most of our grocery shopping is online orders. Really? I haven't done that for since since I was actually in in quarantine or isolation right. it just or makes it really easy because what the way megan comes home from work is she's going right by a high v she's going right by target mm-hmm. so she puts on puts in an online order during lunch and the pickup is when she's coming home from work she can just stop there grab them and then she's at home there, there are still some of these places that have parking spots for like curbside delivery that i swear nobody's using no, anymore no, nobody's using the curbside. there's some, just some, i mean it's not necessarily yeah. the case everywhere but like do, I, I always wonder like are uh do do restaurants that still offer this like when you we wouldn't have used it in 2019 we would have just gone in to get it are they annoyed when, when the, they still offer this this service to bring things out and people are still using it all the time i always wonder that when i see those spots because yeah, I don't. I I just don't. I, maybe I should take advantage of it. I suppose I'm paying for it somehow. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, any? Oh, the one more on the text. Now you. I know you had one, Caleb. But one more on the text that I want to do because Chicken Rich is uh is a funny. It was a funny one here. He said I bought a bag of day old bagels, thinking they are mostly blueberry ones. Who in their right minds eats jalapeno bagels? And why not put a warning label on them? Day not started bad. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take a jalapeno bagel over a blueberry bagel any day. Any, when I get those, uh, go. Uh, you can get a breakfast sandwich, and you can have your choice of a bagel with it. I'll often go jalapeno on that thing. Jalapeno bagel, a little sausage, and Monterey Jack or uh, uh, pepper jack on it. That's my jam. That's definitely my jam. Uh, all right. I think we have uh, any anything else. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Digger said he used to be a supplier in stores for Walmart. He said, make sure you check the unit size of what you're buying when comparing prices. Regular store may sell an 11-ounce box, but Walmart box could be 10-ounce. Shrinkflation. Right. That's one of the things I am checking when, when I'm like comparing prices is the price per ounce or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. I, I just, I still, I, it's weird, I know, because my, my wife can't stand it, but I kind of like the grocery store experience for some reason. Mm-hmm. 
I like the, I don't know what it is. I like to be able to hand pick and, you know, th- think and see everything and, and do those. I like spending things, time so. with my family. Okay. Well, t- different strokes, different <laughs> folks. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. All right. What was your chaps? This, um, this so morning? this actually happened. This would have happened on Monday, Sunday or Monday. And I immediately went, well, I have a chap for this week now. Okay. So pulling into my apartment complex, I have a stop sign before I can get further into the complex. So I'm at a stop sign. It is uncontrolled for everyone else. So they can just keep driving through. There's a little roundabout and everyone can drive. And I am there at a stop sign until there's nobody going because that's how stop signs work. Mm Mm-hmm. This older couple, and I'm saying older couple not in the way that they're older than me. I'm saying older couple in the way that they probably would have been grandparents by the time Mark Vale got to prom. Like, older couple. They come up, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to let them go by. They stop and start waving me to go through. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm at a stop sign. So I just point to the stop sign like, hey, (laughs) maybe you guys didn't. Maybe you're new to this complex. And you didn't know that there are some controlled Maybe areas. Maybe they thought it was tra- unmarked on all traffic. sides. It didn't. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to help, a lot of help out a little bit. Are. And then they got aggressive with their waving two hands, like <laughs> like it's a, like it's a referee saying that he caught the ball, but he was out of bounds. Just two hands to the side, and I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'll go. And then they like follow me all the way around. I'm like, did you guys not understand how any of the traffic here worked that you have to like yell at me to go through this stop sign in front of you? <laughs> I am chapped, and it's something you've talked about before. We are too polite's not even the word. It's people thinking they have to have the power of waving someone to go in front of them. The tra- yes, I've said it many times. I, we need a balance in driving. Between following the rules, even when it means it inconveniences you, but also following the rules, even when you're trying to make life more convenient for anyone else. Resist that urge to make life more convenient for Caleb or make Caleb's trip quicker. If he has a stop sign, make him abide by that stop sign. If I have a stop sign, make me abide for that stop sign. Because I get that too. I get it right here coming out of. Uh, Coming out of work, because mm-hmm. I go around the back way and I go to yeah. 48th, so you go on whatever that is, L Street or whatever it is. Um, and you're like, going down through stop signs there and are uncontrolled stop intersections. Si- there are stop signs if you, for the, the let's see, north the, the north-south ones don't have stop signs, right? I don't know why they did it that way, but there's, st- so I have a stop sign at every single one, and the other, and this is just a residential area, and I, you know, like a good citizen, I stop at every one. But at least half the times when I come up on those and the other one is an unmarked one, we come up at about the same time and we have the who's going to go thing. Mm -hmm. And this has been determined for us by our city planners who's going to go. It's you. Right. Use your (laughs) right. Use your rights. Be proud of your rights. Enforce your rights. Now, against me, there are times where I've come up and. Let's say I'm at a stop sign, and across the street from me, there's another stop sign, and there's a vehicle there, and they want to turn left, I want to turn right. So we want to go the same direction. Well, usually there's enough traffic that the person going left is going to have to sit there a while. There have been times where I've looked and went, that person going left has a window. 
And so I will, like, because you're making eye contact typically because you see what direction people are going. There are times that I've waved them to go in front of me because I know I'm turning right and I've got nothing ahead of me. They're going to have a harder time trying to get across. So there are times where I'll do that. But, man, you don't got to aggressively two-hand wave me to go through a stop sign. <laughs> the other thing is, what if somebody's coming the other direction and they are, they're not going right. to stop? Yeah, so that, it, that's, that's why this that's, that's why, why the we system abide is by the rules. <laughs> Which, by the way, brings me to my disdain for four-way stops. You guys are all mad about roundabouts. You don't like roundabouts? Well, that's how I feel about four-way stop intersections. <laughs> but multiply it by ten. Because you know what four-way stop signs depend on? Communication between drivers. On sort of a fuzzy set of rules, at best. And that's because they eventually will devolve into... It only takes one. It only takes one person to get to the stop sign and decide they've got to traffic cop this situation. Right. Because everyone else is going... It goes, okay, these two people are across from each other. They're all going straight. This next one comes up. He turns right. They wanted to go right. Then the next one goes straight. They want to turn right. Everything's good. Someone gets to the stop sign and thinks, I have to wave somebody to go through. And now you're out of order. <laughs> and now people don't know what the heck is happening. I mean, I feel like there is a 50-page manual somewhere about the <laughs> rules of order at a four-way stop sign that everyone needs to know for it to really operate like you intend. And then... Again, when you arrive simultaneously or close to simultaneously, then all heck breaks loose. You, you, me, no, you, me. Then one goes little and the other goes, oh, like he's and then going. They, then and they then gotta he, like hit the brakes. Then they stop and then the other, okay, so it is me after all. And then you both think that at the same You know same what? Now time. I'm going to turn my blinker on just because I'm going to get out of this situation. Now like, everyone's confused. I don't believe anyone wastes any time complaining about roundabouts when any four way stops exist anywhere. Yes. Because they are infinitely worse here, in my here, mind. Here are the complaints for. Four-way stops. So many complaints. Here are the complaints for roundabouts. It's a roundabout. Right. That, that's your argument against right. roundabouts. Right. Four-way stops are the worst. We, where do we... We don't... And we don't have many in Lincoln, by the way. We, I can't even think of too many regular... Like, if I had to think of one right now, I'm not even sure I could come up with one where I know there's one in Lincoln. I'm sure there are. I just... I, I can name 12 in Des Moines right now. That, and you go to Des Moines, <laughs> and they're everywhere. They are... Everywhere and in ridiculous places too. Yes, in in places where like you're a residential turning on or doing an arterial and it's a four way stop. Why I have no like, idea. Wait a minute, this is a highway. Right. I'm coming out on and I have and to go it, across traffic. Yeah. Why is there not a light or something? Their their traffic system not fantastic. Look, look at me on what chaps your hide praising Lincoln's <laughs> traffic engineering. For not being reliant on the terrible concept of four-way stops. Terrible, worthless, I I mean... We don't even have four-way stops in, like, the malls. The mall areas. I bet we do. Hey, did you know I installed all the stop signs at South Point Mall? Oh, big if true. It is true. 1999, very hot summer day. You got one of those things that you pound poles down into the... I was pretty ripped then. Uh, pounded those all in there, and so... Whenever I'm at South Point, I feel like I can personally enforce those because I literally installed them. <laughs> you're you're coming up to the. You're wa- I'm going to wave you through. I put this here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a super majority veto proof power on those stop signs. Uh, uh, Brad Fox Hollow, real quick here on the Rick Sign Recognition Hotline says, impossible not to use any hand gesture at a four way stop either. Yes. Go, come on, dude, lady, go. <laughs> 
It's reliant on people knowing a 50-page rule book and being effective communicating with hand signals. I'll let you know, I it's do a, not trust the other three people at that stop with me. It's 827. Oh, I know where there's one, the Haymarket. The Haymarket. Yes. There it is. Yes. By the mill. Oh, yeah, that one is a mess. Since <laughs> if traffic wasn't bad there enough. It's 826 on KLIN. Before you hit that drive time, stay alert with Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN. He's been talking Huskers on the Nebraska airwaves for nearly three decades. It's Old Timers Day on the radio dial with former KLIN morning show sidekick, John Bishop. All right, John. Good morning. Welcome to your Wednesday. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? What, why are we talking like, are you getting up out of a chair while you're doing this? What's yeah, happening? I just decided to <laughs> stretch at the same moment I, I decided to saw. I have officially, I've I, I probably been in this point of life in quite a, for quite a while, but I, I have noted, my children have noted to me that I am now at the point where every getting out of a chair does require a, <clears throat> a vocal sound and grunt for me, no matter <laughs> oh, what. Yeah, old man. Exactly. <sighs> <sighs> uh, every time. It's, I think it's involuntary. I'm it's, not sure what purpose it serves. I know. But it's, it unless doesn't I, do anything. Unless I think about not doing it, and I still feel uncomfortable. It, something feels wrong when I don't do it, but mm-hmm. like getting up a couch, we got this leather chair I like to kind of stretch out on. There's, I've got... My mind will automatically Not just getting make up, me do that. Sitting down, your do do body, sitting your down body physically exhales. Oh. <sighs> yeah, I do. I don't know if I've. I don't know at what point that stopped happening, but I've been made aware of it. Oh, don't! I've been doing that for a couple of years. My fiance has let me know. I okay. make old man noises when I <laughs> get up and sit down. Is that something we can fix at QC Kinetics? Uh, probably, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know what joint they would help fix that one. But it's got I something to do with your back, all of or them, your, <laughs> your, your 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 whole body. Does that have to do more with core strength? Maybe that's what it is. It's I'm a lower sure. back. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's between between that and then this one's more recent in the last year. My uh, also kids. My kids will give me a hard time because I can't. I've I've worn uh, I've worn contacts for most of my life, and then I started having like these dry eye problems that kind of cropped up. So I wear glasses all the time now. If you see me, I'm almost always wearing glasses. Um, but I I have I'm to the point in the last six months where I'm incapable of reading my phone with my glasses on, and so it's probably time for I I can read it fine with them off, but then I'll put them on my you know I'll put them on my hat, I'll put them on my head, or I'll set them down somewhere, and I'm missing them all the time. And I think it's time, John. I think it's time for me to go to whatever bifocals or whatever they have, the transition things where it's Uh half and half or something like that. I'm there. I'm there. All those years, it's coming back to bite me. All those years when I was in my uh, upper 20s and lower 30s working with you and giving you a hard time being, uh, you know, a, a, a fair bit older than me, it's really coming back to bite me now. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, y- 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 have you thought about the laser surgery? I I, uh, I I hear about it on your show all the time. I actually, I'd be I'd be tempted to do that. I don't know, but I don't know what it does for reading. And I'm also kind of terrified of someone putting a laser in my eye. <laughs> you look different without your glasses, though. I better or worse. I think you look better with the glasses. A little distinguished. Thank you. Thank you. Smarter. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. They ran a picture of me in the paper a couple of weeks ago. I was speaking at an executive club event, and they took a picture right there. I had no idea 
it was going to be a for a in the paper or you know that there was going to be an extensive article with it and a whole bunch of people posted it or to, or sent it to me and that kind of thing and i could not i had just kind of shaved my beard down pretty close i usually keep it but i shave it with a electric razor and, and just have it close so it's just kind of like stubble and i was like oh my gosh i look like like, like the pillsbury doughboy <laughs> so i think uh, until until i drop 20 30 pounds i think i'm going zz top for a while john i think i'm i think i'm gonna let this thing go and see what happens but my question is there are things you can do to to help with that you can the, the with hairstyles you can shape your face a little bit your beard you can shape that take it off of the uh the neck beard bring that up that thins a lot of stuff out I th- i'm thinking about doing some beard maintenance to impact my look i'll help I, you out i know if, a guy if you guys ha- have any help with it now i had posted okay. i had posted a video john and i did in the studio exactly 10 years ago and i saw myself in that <laughs> laying on the floor and i, I saw, saw myself in this in this beautiful all brown beard that i had at the time I was John. I was hot when we worked together. I, I wouldn't go lie. that far. I was. I would not I was go a that firecracker far. when we worked together back in the day. And now, when you've seen those ads on your computer that said "hot singles in your area," that was oh, almost man. Jack. Yeah. I cannot. Believe, I was like. I mean, just comparatively, just comparatively, I don't believe. I. Sh- I wish I appreciated how attractive I was at that time. <laughs> I. I wish such I an was uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> Because now it's over, and I just I wish I had made more of that. I wish I had done some modeling or something. <laughs> you did. It was your high school graduation photo. Yeah, but I man, at about thirty, I hit my peak. Hey, you are a beautiful peacock for when it mattered. <laughs> When's that? <laughs> you landed your wife. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's true. When it, that's, that's when it true. mattered. I know it's it's true. But I am. I will tell you this though. With the beard strategy that I'm employing now, and I'm thinking of this, and it's going to be obvious if I do it. So I'm not going to keep it a secret. But uh, you know, a lot of of people do this. Not not necessarily with beards, but w- women do it with their hair a lot. What would you guys think if I if I did a little coloration, a little. A little uh, get the a little get the gray out. So what? So what, I could. So I could. I'm not problem, saying the problem it is though. You got. I mean, unfortunately, you you've lost enough on top that it, I don't think it would look very good. Well, I I'm always wearing a hat though, so almost always wearing a hat. What if you? What, what if, if you I matched do? the color? You, and and for men, and it's a double standard. I get it for women and men. Men have it. I, ladies who are listening, I feel for you because for whatever reason, societally, having a little bit of that salt and pepper sort of look with men is considered desirable right. or yes. some, somewhat desirable. But mine's gone beyond uh, salt and pepper to just uh, Santa. just salt with uh, a little bit of pepper in weird spots that make no <laughs> sense. What if you went What if you went with a uh, quasi-Hulk Hogan strategy? I don't know if you've noticed this, but in his advancing years, he still wears the bandana, yeah. and he's got the fake blonde locks dragging out from behind. Oh, is that, are they fake? Really? He's oh, like yeah. It's not, it's not his real hair. <laughs> but, but you could do the same thing with the hat, and I'm thinking when you go with the beard, you also kind of go you know, full-out Grizzly Adams. You know, big beard, yeah. long locks. Yeah, but again, Grizzly Adams. I was but thinking something like you'd have to do it under the hat. Something like Travis Vokalek on the backside of that. Yeah, I don't. I, let's start with the. I may need to do a. Uh, I may need to do a, uh, a LNK today with Jack and Friends poll. Should I try? Just try because it's not permanent. I'm just curious if I color it once. 
Are we going to like it? And then the other question that I've got is, it, is it going to be so dramatically different right away? You know, because most people, when they color their hair, they've done it regularly for years. Is it going to be like, dude, did you get your beard colored? And like, I needed to do it earlier. Is it too late for me to go down that road? Well, yeah, you do want to be gradual because the last thing you want to do is, is, I mean, you don't want to go like full on, you know, Ryan Day shoe polish black. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm not accusing him of coloring his hair, but I wouldn't shock me if he did because, I mean, I mean, or, that is some that is some of the darkest hair or, I've ever Or Mike seen. Krzyzewski. Mike Krzyzewski. Or that, Mike Krzyzewski. That dude absolutely colors That is his end hair. of the palette. One hundred percent colors his hair. <laughs> yes, I want all zeros across the color line. <laughs> what's what's the RGB? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I want black hole dark. I want the kind of black hole that only the new NASA telescope can discover yeah, I just, in outer space. I get what you're saying. I just don't know that color. The color that I need exists. You know when you're. You go because I'm not gonna because the sideburns are 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 pretty gray too, and I just want to see what it looks like. I just I I'm thinking about Lisa, um, uh, uh, a gal's had the same person do my hair. It's not a real difficult job as you probably would expect, but she does a good job. I think next time I go in, I'm gonna have the conversation. Okay, just have the conversation, and if if I come in next time I'm on on video with you, John, on your show or. Or or with Caleb in the studio, if it you guys are just gonna have to be honest with me. If it looks not good, we'll we'll grow it out. We'll shave it off. How long we'll... do you have to like? How long does the beard hair have to be before you can color? I don't it? Can know. you color it while it's like right there next to the skin? I, have, I don't or... think so. I think it's got to be longer than that. Yeah, right? mine's pretty. I mean, mine's as long as it's been for a long time. I think you gotta yeah. let that go this a little like, bit more. This before is you like can almost co- ten days. I haven't shaved it since that picture ran in the paper. I I decided then and there we're not going anywhere close okay. to clean shaven for a while i think it's still got to go a little bit before you can color it just from looking at it it looked like i was sucking my neck like this look like java the hut jeez <laughs> got another <laughs> bratwurst <laughs> Dicka. uh marquis step leaving the uh program in maybe john maybe one of the least surprising transfers that i could ever remember in nebraska football history i continued to ask the question i remember being at the spring game with my son i said is marquis step still on this team i bet he's not and we looked and we're like oh yeah he is isn't really playing that much didn't really play much at the end of last year um and so i guess this uh, this is not particularly surprising at all but the question continues to be uh, number one can is there a chance this year nebraska sort of settles on a primary back as in the same guy gets the the what a pick a number 60 percent of the carries 65 percent of the carries for an entire season barring injury or that sort of thing and and does that does that matter well, I, I don't. I, I the answer to that question, I think, is no. Um, we 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 looked at some of the numbers here recently, and you know, there hasn't been a running back who has gotten, you know, that high a percentage of carries in a long time. That's probably, right. I talked to you, you know, about Amir, this on this show a few weeks ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's probably Amir Abdullah, um, and and even that might not be true. Uh, now, certainly, the running backs are going to get more carries because theoretically, the quarterback will get far less. Uh, than we've seen, but I, I don't, I, I think that's mainly across a lot of football, unless it's, you know, Derrick Henry with the, uh, Tennessee Titans, you know, there's, there's, there's not many running backs who are going to, you know, shoulder that kind of a load anymore. And then, you know, the room itself is just so deep that, you know, you're going to want to, you want to, 
get other guys an opportunity um, to play. So, you know, to, to the first point, you know, step being gone is not surprising. Somebody out of that group was going to go um, because there's just too many other scholarship guys out there and and they're all younger guys too i mean step was at the top of the class in terms of eligibility and so you could kind of see the writing on the wall and 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 i believe there are still if i'm looking at the scholarship chart right i still i think there might still be a couple more scholarship players that have to come off to get to the 85 man limit. That's not official. I'm not hundred okay. percent sure on that, but I, I think that's true. Um, if that's the case, then, you know, you're probably looking at it and I'm not saying it's going to come from the running back room, but you know, you're still going to have a couple other guys who are probably going to end up entering the transfer portal here very soon. But yeah, the running back situation is, it's interesting because it, it, it on paper, it looks like a very deep and talented group. But as we saw last year, it thinned out pretty quickly with, you know, a couple of injuries, you know, a little ineffectiveness here and there. And, and you know, who's going to end up winning that battle, um, I don't think is – I don't think it's going to be as important as who ends up getting the most carries. But I think when I look back at the – what um, Mark Whipple did at Pitt, I think the top running back um, in terms of percentage of carries – was barely north of 33% of all the total runs. Now that's also including quarterback runs too. So if you took that out, you know, that percentage is a little bit higher, but again, um, you know, Whipple has not been in a situation where he's had a uh, a bell cow running back and Nebraska hasn't been in that spot for a decade at least. All right. Well, I don't know why I want it, but I do. <laughs> I, just, I think we I think a lot of us want it because we like the idea of it. Because I like you know, the idea that there's someone clearly good enough to be above everyone else, and that it, right. it, it, there's someone having that much success that you can't take them out. But the emphasis on the run is so different than it used to be, you know. Uh, yeah. And 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 how run plays are called are so different. Plus, we've got to counter. We've got to also factor in that you know Nebraska is probably going to run it less. Um, I did I did the look I did a look at the numbers yesterday, and you know Nebraska over the last three full seasons taking out 2020 averaged 58% run plays versus 42% pass plays. Mm -hmm. Mark Whipple has never coordinated an offense in college football where the runs have outnumbered the passes. (laughs) Um, Now it hasn't been, you know, a wild swing. It's been, it's probably in the neighborhood of 53, 54% pass Mm -hmm. for Mark Whipple. But I think you're going to be looking at a more balanced offense next year so the number of carries is probably going to go down overall and then you got a deep room of running backs and so you know it's it's going to get split out I, I i'd really like to you know when we get closer to the season i don't know what a good number will be but you know i it wouldn't surprise me if nebraska's leading rusher this year had less than 700 yards all right when are we going to get a thousand yard rusher again i don't know, I don't know. Oh, and, and, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe someone will step up and, you know, grab the grab the ball and, you know, run with it. But I, I just I, – the history says it's not – it's probably not going to happen. And that's, and that's been more of the trend in football than not. Yeah. Speaking of Whipple, by the way, and we almost have to go, but speaking of Whipple, he ran – he was on Sports Nightly the other night and kind of went through his quarterbacks. And I don't know. There's just something – 
just, just refreshing about how he's not too guarded with anything that he says, right? It, <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of seems like a different world than some of the coach speak we've experienced over the last, you know, not just this Frost era, but just a long time in Nebraska football. Yeah, well, you can just tell he's from a different background. I mean, he still speaks a lot about his professional career. And, you know, in the pros, you don't usually hide a lot of, of you know, this guy's not going to play or this guy right. is going to play. It's pretty direct. So, yeah, it's it's different. Uh, it's certainly a different approach than than what most college coaches, including Scott Frost, are like. Uh, and uh, and and it'll be an interesting dynamic, especially as we get into camp and, you know, we find out if there's, you know, position battles at certain spots, how open one one side might be in talking about who's going to be here and where and and who's not. Keep Whipple here three more years. We're going to have open practices again. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> when you could just waltz into Memorial Stadium when practice was going on. I did that when I was a kid. I'd walk in when they were having practice. Sit myself in the stands. It was amazing. It'd be great. It'd be nice. Uh, Mar- uh, John, I'm in, my, uh, I'm in my time of the year when you hated being with me. I got too excited for football season. I just watched my first YouTube college football pump-up video yesterday um i'm getting impatient i'm there hey it's only like two and a half weeks until big 10 media day so i mean it's it's practically here we're close we're very close all right hey uh good to talk to you john have a good show this afternoon and we'll uh, we'll chat again soon have a good one good luck with the beard coloring thank you <laughs> 755 or excuse me 755 for the rocky mountains 855 here in the capital city on klin Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, Caleb, we'll hear more about this here, but you got a you got a podcast that uh, is going to be dropping. People can hear the teaser here if they yeah, want Yeah, I got to a teaser right up. It's called Hey Dad, and uh, it's just experiences my own experiences as a dad my experiences with my own dad and talking with a guest each week i'll tell you guys uh rob zadiska dr rob zadiska my first guest this next week that's awesome lincoln east and uh corn oscar grad oh he talks about lincoln east let's go all right hey we got alan jiggets alan jackson tickets for tomorrow ticket thursday i probably should quit nine o'clock kli lincoln